the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. to you again that I am not starting a third political party. I just want everybody to to know that. Hey, former President Trump yesterday wowed him at CPAC. He uh, sat and talked for an hour and 34 minutes. Um, Marty, you can take your headphones off so you don't have to hear me talk twice. (laughs) Sounded normal to me this early in the morning. Uh, I got a kick out of when I asked if you all were coming. He, he said, "Just make sure there's coffee." Yeah, I told him I might so, be so sound like Foster Brooks. Yeah, yeah. I might uh, sound like Foster Brooks, that, but that, I'll be here. Uh, now, it's amazing that you even remember Foster Brooks. Oh, I was just a little guy. But you remember I loved what? He, to you see remember him. what show he was on? Uh, yeah, he was on the Dean Martin show a lot. Yeah, but his big one. Uh, was uh, he showed up on Jackie Gleason? Oh, okay, yeah. Huh. Jackie Gleason would come up and talk to him at a bar. Yeah, wow. Which I thought was really funny. <laughs> he was uh, good. You look at back he was then, good. you just couldn't get away with that stuff today. You just <laughs> could not get away with that. Uh, tickets are on sale. Just so you'll know, for Greece, that's our next classic movie here for the Dave Ellswick show. It's uh, going to be on the ninth. And it will oh. be one week from tomorrow, so uh, you'll be able to catch uh, catch that movie again on the 9th at Riverdale 10. Tickets are on sale right now. If you want to sit in the back row, you might have problems. Just about all the tickets are sold on the back row. Over the weekend, uh, the I guess it was Friday, the governor came out, and I guess, uh, you know, I listened to it, and I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what I heard Except he that he said job. by the end of this month, the mandate that you got to wear a mask or whatever at places will be gone. If if and he he gave some different percentages different or whatever they want him. Yeah, what, as what far as all that. If everybody's cured and we don't have any cases now, yeah, that <laughs> seems to be a lot of people. Oh. Let me yeah. let me ask this question uh, from you guys. Was that of his own choosing, or was it because the state Senate and the state House are showing uh, their displeasure uh, over, uh, was it Thursday or Friday, the vote came down where they said all that money that they've taken away from small businesses, which was, yeah. was about $8,000, I, I think, total, uh, needs to be returned to those businesses. 
the governor doesn't like that. He, I uh, think it's pretty cool. I heard a former worker, a person that I worked with, ask the dumb question, and I won't call out his name because I don't want to, to, to just say how dumb it was, but he says, well, will that make businesses not comply? <laughs> Well, well, come they, on, man. There was also a bill passed I that did said my that... Joe, was that good, Joe Biden? <laughs> come, come on, man. <laughs> but uh, they also passed a bill that said that there are no emergency orders by the governor applies to religious organizations to kind of to free up, you know, churches from, yeah. from uh, any governor that wants to get a wild hair. But, hey, as far as the question you ask, is, is it because of the, 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 the pushback? The, the pushback. I'd say no. I've seen this governor in a group of Republicans in a state committee meeting go against 80% of the people in the room mm-hmm. over the hate crime bill. Yeah. I mean, so he now went he's, directly he's really stuck against. On that. There's no doubt yeah, about that. Yeah, he can't that. leave Arkansas as Arkansas like one of four or five states without a hate crime and look bad on his record. So there will be a hate crime bill come up, even though 80% of state committee people in the state of Arkansas is against it. But to me... He caters to the corporate side, the people that have run this state for 30 years, and more to the corporate people than the voters. And the corporate people in the Chamber of Commerce says, we want a hate crime bill so we can bring in, you know, all these mystery companies they got coming. Yeah, they don't name who those companies are. They just say, well, we're keeping a lot of big companies out of this state because we don't have a hate crimes bill. We're going to bring more Californians here so they, so they, can, so they can vote in a bunch of left Oh, Amazon was going to come. Yeah, they're building warehouses already. They're already yeah. building a big warehouse. Yeah. Wow. They're coming. Why they're going to be here. They got to... Money's know, a driver, do man. Thing. But, well, I think that he did uh, make the, some of them soft. Yeah, that's the best term soften a lot because he has seen that there's a lot more people than he thought mm-hmm. that are sta- going to stand against him here because well look number and, and one the a, reason is lame duck when you think reason. about it it's a good time to do it you yep. can you can back off not lose any you know re- any real political ground oh. you, you, you can do that now because of the vaccines coming out and the third one just got approved yep so you can justify backing off which if you didn't how do you justify not backing off yeah that's 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 the question how how do you do it how do you how do you justify not backing off in this week that's true this week hammer and gasaway's bill for the senate and the house Mm -hmm. which is going to change what sets up a emergency now i've heard i have not i'm going to be honest with you i've not sat down and, and read the all the black and white in that bill mm-hmm. but when i what i'm understanding they give the governor like 15 days to declare an emergency before bringing in the state house and state mm-hmm. senate mm-hmm. but 15 days that's a lot less than what i thought they would do i thought they were going to do at least 30 they, be, they're looking at two weeks it beats never well mm-hmm. We're, that's where we're at right now. I mean, I mean, he said that we're going to continue in a state of emergency for another at least month. Right, exactly. So I know it's, it's been over a year, hasn't it? Or yes, it's yeah. been over it's a year. We've year, been right. so yeah. you know, fifteen days over never to bring him in to ask everybody else's opinion. Like I said, he's not catered to the, what the House and the Senate has thought since he since he's been governor. No, he took advantage of what the Democrats set up back mm-hmm. in nineteen. 
Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Yeah. Seventy-eight. I remember seventy-eight for some 78. reason. Seventy-eight. Isn't that uh, certain? Uh, former president's first was that Bill Clinton? Uh, yeah, his what, first run hit? at Governor, uh, oh, wow. I think, wasn't it? I don't know, but uh, anyway, that's two years after the fireworks. I don't. It was. <laughs> it was later. It was later down the road because in that seventy-eight bill, it gave the governor the right to take away your firearms. Wow, mm. man! Oh man! Okay, and that stayed law for like over a decade. Wow. And then it got changed. Wow, Man. that's a good thing. Wow. We don't so that's that not happen. there any longer because that Boy, was something that, we brought up on Friday. I don't know if that would have ever, about, in 78, <laughs> that, wouldn't have flo- that would have flown even then. People were asleep, I'm telling you. I mean, like Roe versus Wade, you'd think everybody wouldn't have went to work the next day. Whenever they took over the school system, you'd think that people would have revolted. I'm looking I at the 70s and that, early 80s and thinking we're... Where, where, so, where was everybody? Back, back during that time, I think that evangelicals just weren't on board with the abortion issue. They, they, they were they, not. They, were, uh, they weren't the, on board the, much the with ca- social the issues. Catholics were kind yeah. of not kind until of the eighties. Yeah, Catholics uh, were Reagan, kind of in tune with the Reagan revolution issue, but, that really brought social and, uh, issues uh, to the front. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, the uh, the uh, moral majority. Yeah, Reverend Paul with that. But you think 62, 63, Bibles being taken out of school, prayer being taken out of school, there was not one objection to it. Oh man. At Supreme Court level. Interesting. We ought to be held accountable. We will be held accountable well, for that someday. Yeah. Well, that's just <laughs> and you see the results of it, uh, you know, all these decades later when you you lose the, the cracking. Well, and if we don't put them back, we may be held accountable for it. If we don't put them back. Well, in there's the no court. maybe to that, R.D. Yeah, we I will be held you. accountable. I uh, sat down that. and watched uh, an old movie from the 50s this weekend on uh, Turner Classic Movies. I'm a big James Dean fan. Oh, he only oh yeah. made, wow. He's only he only made three movies, and everybody you can say his name and everybody knows it still yeah. to this day. Hmm. He made three movies. He made Giant, which is a great movie. If you've never seen it, you should watch it. He made, of course, uh, East of Eden, which is another great uh, movie, and then he made, uh, and it was released four weeks after his death, hmm. Rebel Without a Cause. And Rebel Without a Cause was on this weekend again, and I always watch it when I get a chance because it's amazing the subject matter they talk about in that movie that they're still talking about today. Wow. Mm -hmm. I hadn't seen that movie since I was a kid. I had to watch it again. Yeah, you need to watch it again. About what what does it mean to be a man and things of that nature. And you got Jim Backus on his knees picking up the tray that he – he dropped oh. in the house, and he's got the, the apron on and everything. It's a great, <laughs> great movie. Thurston and then, How the Third. Then you got the, yeah, and you got the other uh, father who was the uh, uh, worker uh, for Perry Mason later on on the Perry Mason uh-huh. show, and his sixteen-year-old daughter, who was Natalie Wood, of course, gives him a, a peck on the cheek, trying to show her that I still love my daddy, and he slaps her. And says, you don't do that. You're too old to do that. It's a great movie. I'm just telling you, it's a lot about about fatherhood in there because Sal Minio's character, you know, he's having all kinds of troubles because his father walked out on the family and his mother, I just caught this. I've watched that movie a million times and I just caught it this last viewing when he says, uh, you know, they told me that I needed I needed some help 
and needed to go get some counseling, but my mother said it was too expensive, and she went to Hawaii. <laughs> and I had missed that for some reason. Uh, well, incredible, you see incredible the, movie. Yeah, there's a different agenda on the movies today than that. Oh, yeah. The only, the, yeah. You try to watch a new show that's been made in the last year or two, and you see what the agenda is. Yeah. You oh, see yeah. all the homosexuals, homosexuals and, yeah. and, and, and transsexuals all the now, buddy. It's all Man. about transsexualism. All right, we got to get a break in. Let's do that. Let me tomorrow. remind you about David Lucas, who's got a new brochure out for you that you need to get a copy of called the uh, Ultimate Retirement uh, Checklist. It's got 31 questions in it. Uh, you should ask these questions. Of you get you know get yourself about 45 minutes and sit down and start asking these questions of you. Let me just give you uh, three questions out of the taxes segment. My retirement plan includes a strategy to reduce my taxes in retirement. Well, all of us want to think we can reduce our taxes, but how do you do that? All right. And you start thinking about right now, taxes are at an all time low. And you look at all the spending that the Democrats want to do. That's not going to stay. They're going to have to raise taxes. And that money you've been putting away in that 401k, you didn't tax it. So when you take it out, they're going to get their taxes. I can tell you that because I just moved my 401k into another place uh, and uh, it's not a considered a retirement account, so to speak. And between the federal government and state government, I gave up a quarter of every dollar. That's what it is, 25%. 20% for the feds, 5% for the state. There you go. So you may think... You've got $100,000? You don't. you got seventy five. The rest is going to go to the government. These are the things you got to take into consideration because they're going to go up, not down. We can't go any lower. We're at zero on a lot of things. We, they're talking about negative numbers, and I still can't figure that one out. But anyway, get a copy of the Ultimate Retirement Planning Checklist. Uh, call 501-222-3315. 501-222-3315 or visit him online, davidlucasfinancial.com. Okay, let's get back. Uh, big day yesterday at CPAC. I'm sorry I didn't get to go this year. Been two years in a row. Uh, surgeries last year, pandemic this year. So a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, businesses uh, not spending money, and I got to have businesses spending money and doing advertising to make it possible for us to go to that. So I didn't get to go to it again this year. But uh, former President Trump was there. He spoke yesterday uh, at the uh, uh, CPAC, and it was held in Florida this year because they normally have it in D.C., but they didn't have it in D.C. because they couldn't meet in D.C. the way they could. It's wide open in in Florida. I mean, you can go. it's, It's wide open there. They still, so, they still believe in the right to assemble, huh? Yeah, well, right now they do. You know, For now. They're, huh? they're doing that kind of stuff. But uh, the president did speak, and uh, he gave a great speech, a little bit long-winded. He's got to learn that just because you can speak longer than Bill Clinton doesn't make you a better <laughs> speaker. Because um, <laughs> I always made fun of Clinton. The guy would make all of his points and then... He was just warming up. Yeah. You know, uh, he had to go back and go over them all over again. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of uh, people showed up as far as wanting to hear what he 
what he had to say. Uh, he started off by talking to the crowd and uh, talked about what Trumpism, what Trumpism uh, means as far as uh, he's concerned. And this is what he had to say. The tariffs and all these things that we had to do to get it. And now the farmers are doing great, but they're setting records. It means low taxes and eliminating job-killing regulations, Trumpism. It means strong borders, but people coming into our country based on a system of merit, so they come in and they can help us, as opposed to coming here and not being good for us, including criminals, of which there are many. It means no riots in the streets. It means law enforcement. It means very strong protection for the Second Amendment and the right to keep and bear arms. It means support for the forgotten men and women who have been taken advantage of for so many years and they were doing great. They were doing great before that horrible thing from China came in and hit us and now they're starting to do really well again. You know, if you think... There we go. So just... You know, this was the president, uh, former President Trump, talking to, let's just put it this way, it, they loved him there. Oh, yes. Because they did the straw poll. They do that every year. Uh, he was the overwhelming uh, person to run again in 2024. About 53%, I think it was, 52%, maybe somewhere in that, yeah. that 50th uh, percent. Uh, when he was taken out of, and I mentioned this on on um, uh, last week on on uh, Wednesday when I had uh, the new chair for chairman for the uh, Republican Party here in Arkansas on uh, Janelle Fulmer was on, and um, I said the guy that I thought would be the um, Republicans' pick if Trump did not run again would be DeSantis. Now, a lot can happen, all right, four years. A lot can happen in four years. But DeSantis has shown himself to be a great governor. He's done some great things in, in Florida, one of the states that is wide open. And uh, in the Trump, uh, in this poll that they did in, in CPAC, when they took Trump out of it, it was DeSantis who was number one. Although there were a couple of names that were not in the poll. You pointed out, uh, R.D., when you looked at it, he said Cotton's name wasn't on there. And uh, the other name that wasn't on was the uh, governor of uh, South Dakota. Who I think I think a, yeah. a lot of people like her. You said you saw, you heard her speech. Yeah, I watched her speech. And, and uh, next to Trump, she got the best reception, I think, of the speeches I watched. I didn't watch, hadn't watched all the speeches yet, but she was very well received down there. And I thought she did a very well, good job. You'll be happy to see that uh, our guy who we got behind uh in you know four or five years ago uh cruz mm-hmm. he was received very very well as well mm-hmm. he was very he was very funny you're gonna like it i <laughs> i'm seeing something on ted cruz i, I hadn't seen is that he's pretty good on uh one-liners now mm-hmm. he's gotten yeah, better he used to be kind of dry yeah, yeah. Not he anymore. kind of dry he's, he's not anymore so but, that was kind of good but one thing you're admitting if Donald Trump runs in the primary yeah. in 2024, Donald Trump wins. Well, I mean, that's and, it. And right now, I think he, win, is, he wins big. Uh, but 
after four years of Biden, he's going to win huge. Mm. I use his word. Huge. Four years of Biden. And I got a great quote from him that we'll hear in just a few moments. Right now, we got to get ready uh, for news because it's coming up. But when we come back, uh, some of the things that we'll hear uh, former President Trump talk about is that he uh, he puts to rest that he's going to start a third party. Third party yeah. uh, he also talked about uh, he's going to work hard to elect Republicans so we can take back the House here in two years and then the Senate again uh, within four years. Uh, he's going to talk about uh, election integrity and also about big tech censorship. So all of that's coming up here uh, on the Dave Ellswick Show. So you don't want to go anywhere if you want to hear former President Trump. We got it all right here. I couldn't play. Typically, I play speeches in their entirety. <laughs> but I couldn't do that today. It was an hour and 34 minutes. If I put the spots in, I might as well not have been shown up yeah. for the show. And it would have been two hours long just doing that. You know, so couldn't do that uh paul is back we're good glad to see him rd hopper is here iverson jackson is here we got a lot to talk about we'll do it when we come back from the news all right so i'm giving you some uh, kicks from the uh, cpac uh speech by uh, former president trump yesterday he also talked about not creating a third party you know that's been a story that's been floating out there he called it for what it is fake news here's what he had to say before I am not starting a new party. That was fake news. <laughs> fake news. No. Wouldn't that be brilliant? Let's start a new party and let's divide our vote so that you can never win. No, we're not interested in that. No, we have tremendous. Uh, Mr. McLaughlin just gave before. Okay, so that's what that's what I predicted when I heard that story. I said that don't make sense. Yeah. You're not going to divide the vote because Remember that's exactly what you would have done. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly. It's been a Ross Perot. Ross Perot and gave you a Bill Clinton. And a, and a third a third party isn't going to win. No, Perot didn't win. Anderson didn't win. Nope. And others who have run. Roosevelt. I have to tell you, after hearing his speech, he is laser focused on getting back in the White House from from. I mean, he looked like he'd been at the beach. He's rested, and uh, and he he's over it, and he is ready to fight. And I tell you, I think he is 100% focused on getting back in the White House. Well, if the people want him, mm-hmm. I don't think that he'll not run. Uh, if his numbers fall below 40%, I would think he probably won't run. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot to happen in the next four years. In the next four years, I don't think any – in the next two years and the next four years, nothing's going good is going to happen for the Democrats. They've proven that already in the first six weeks oh, yeah. of the Biden administration. Well, they've got rope, and, and they're, they're, they're stringing themselves up. And it's amazing to me that they're that stupid. I mean – I'm being, I, I, no, I, I understand, you know, these are the people who want to take everybody's guns and all of that stuff. Take our money. You know, yeah. well, that's the main thing that they want. Uh, they want the power is what they want. And they've wanted power ever since yeah. 
they uh, have been in power. You know, at some point, the Democrats are going to hit something that every American loves. They may not, you know, you may not be a gun person, so I don't care. You may not care about the unborn. I don't care. But at some point, they're going to find something. They're going to find one of your yeah, things and, and that I, uh, I, you love. I, I so, think this freedom. transgender thing and this homosexuality thing, I think that's one of those things that it's it's rubbing some of the southern democrats wrong i think and it's, well, it's going to make I think, more and more i don't think ships. that the, the gay thing bothers uh the majority of americans anymore to how be about honest. the sports how but about the, the transgender thing bothers them they can look at because homosexuality they can say well they're born that way they don't look at transgenderism right. you, the, got, the same way at all you got a 200 pound man in in a, in a women's competition for for something and they're like that's well like the mma that that, that, that uh, kind of thing the or guy some of these, who's a gal i guess whatever <laughs> yeah, well, it is he's he identifies BB's, as a girl identify, yeah. identifies as a girl he's breaking these girls jawbones and, yeah right you know, crushing that, their that, and then he, we, there's been that that story about out about the the guy that i think he's about six foot eight playing on a on a women's college team i think for basketball it's like that's a man i mean people can look at that and say that's a man. I mean, they don't need a sign to figure it out. They don't need a sign. Does he have a beard? That's no, the one that always. That's the one that always blows me away. Is they got a full beard and they got eyeshadow on. You know, I look at that and I go, "There's something strange there." Well, Trump dwelled on that in his speeches quite a bit about the women's sports. Yeah, he did. I think I think you're right. That is something that that may very well wake people up because they can like they can they can stand back and say, you know what. There is a difference between men and women, and and that shows it right there. They'll see a picture, and it's like, okay, that's a man. Now, here's the thing that I don't understand. I read, I read opinion pieces Mm -hmm. from all over the United States, and there was an opinion piece. I forget who the woman was that wrote it, but she was saying that even if they allow uh, men who are identifying as women. Uh, the ability to go into the women's locker room, they won't do it because they'll stand out. Yeah, wrong, you would. Okay, wrong. you know. But I disagree with that. Why Why are you pushing it so hard if you think that they won't use the women's locker room? Why? Why are you pushing so hard when, you know, school systems have actually said, look, we'll have a third bathroom for you. For these people who identify as being girls or boys or whatever, they but you're not and they don't want, want it because else. they, they said don't want it. That's that right. Make, that doesn't make that makes me different. Well, you, you are, are different. <laughs> that that's the problem yeah. here. You are different, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to make it makes a whole lot of people really uncomfortable. Is this and and please do not email me because what you get back will not be what you're expecting. Uh, do not email me and say, well, that's why they didn't let blacks into the restrooms is because the they yeah. look different. Uh, not anything you can do about that. Exactly. I'm just saying. You know, same thing with an Asian or, yep. or whatever. I, I just... <laughs> I beat my head against the want. microphone here. Uh, well, I mean, I mean it, it, you know, in the, in, the, in the book 1984, one of the things that... that at, toward the end of the book is that they basically were, were forcing or t- attempting to force people to accept things that they knew were not true. Uh, is that maybe sort of what's going on here is we've got, we've got reality and then we've got 
those on the progressive left basically trying to force it down our throats to, to say, well, that's a man because, or that's a woman. Because everybody's bought into this whole thing, Paul, and Iverson, I'm sure will agree with me on this, of it's my truth, yeah. as though there isn't a truth. Yeah. There is a truth, there folks. There is the truth, yeah. and then there's the non-truth. They're pushing you, a non-truth yeah, you on you. You don't get to have your own set of facts. I mean, what's next? Are people identify as a dog going to start showing up at the dog shows? Yes. No. Here's, here's <laughs> yes. and that's but that's one of my arguments. If I had a friend come up to me and he says, "You know, Dave, I feel like a gorilla." Would I go out and buy him? You know, you know, twenty pounds of bananas? No. I say, you what? You, Tell you, him the truth. Yeah. You think yeah. that you, you're a, you're a you're a gorilla? Well, not only would I tell him the truth in love, but I would also start suggesting that he go get some help. You know, if you, you, you get back to the very basic. In order to know how something feels, wouldn't you have to have been that something? You know, I I can never say I feel like a woman. I don't know how a woman feels because I've never been a woman. Yeah, I can't say. So, I, so I can't I know say how a rape victim feels. Yeah. So so until. You have been that. You can't ever feel like that because you don't know what that feels. And you, like, you are or, what you are. You, you are what you are. Over. You can't cross over. So, you know, that's that's just it. Yeah. I mean, you, you, there, there are things. There are things can, that are you, immutable. You can, well, you, you can do hormone replacement therapy. You can do castration. You can do all sorts of things. It still doesn't change your sex. No. It doesn't. You, you can mess your body up from all this stuff they do to you, but but it, it's it, it's bizarre. I mean. Crazy. I mean, it, it, it's we've got people that are mental nut jobs that are that are passing themselves off as so-called intellectuals. I mean, that, that's nuts. Yeah, they, and, the, and the people that need help, they get, um, they're themselves not over getting to a reprobate because, mind. Yeah, exactly. Then the people that need help are not getting the help mm-hmm. because you're telling them, "Oh, you're okay." You know, you're, no, no, you're not okay. No, well, the, no, Democrats yeah. are trying to pass themselves as the compassionate party by. Playing into all this, by and trying to support all this, is yes. a go if it does not supposedly it, it's not compassion. hurt anybody. You know, you got to look at this as well as the old thing of, you know, as long your rights end at my nose, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who be, who who believe that that they can do whatever they want to do as long as they don't punch you but that's not true that's not what they want they want to make you accept, accept it and bow down. Down. it's fine what people do in their what people do in their own home i don't care what they do in their own home but whenever they put it in our school systems and when they start putting it in all the movies and everything well, and, and they, they start passing laws that we have to accept it and we can't speak against it because look, if it's they want to put it in right. movies i don't care all right yeah, i don't have to go, see, have to go see it yes yeah, yeah. exactly well, right. my kids are going or my grandkids are going to public schools i'm trying to change that right i am talking honestly i talk every week with a pastor all right, and I'm asking them why aren't you all talking about getting schools mm-hmm. going? Why is that not the number one issue? I mean, saving souls is the number mm-hmm. one issue, but number two, you should be giving uh, you know parents the ability to go to some school that they're not going to have their kids being taught lessons from the pit of hell. Well, I think they should support. I believe they should support school the religious type schools but uh 
the reason that that more churches aren't doing it is because the authority for the church to do that is not in the Bible. I mean, it's not part of the of the biblical plans, but they need to support. They need to support the schools. Jewish people taught their children all the time. They didn't send them to the Pharaoh. Well, no, school. they sent them to their uncles. Yeah, I, I know Jewish people. The way they taught the way they taught their kids was you would send your son to his uncle to teach him his trade, and he would send his son to the another member of the family to do his trade. And I knew a clockmaker that was that way. The clockmaker's dad was a furniture maker. Well, see, that makes but, sense but, but, to but, me. Yeah, and they would but teach they, them religious they, things, yeah, and they would they didn't, teach they them. They didn't send them off to government school. The government the, school. No, they right. send them to somebody they trusted That's right. and somebody that had the right moral authority source of a moral yeah. of authority so there are ways of doing it and i do support you know schools with a religious background i'm just not sure it's the church's job to do it i think it's the father and the parents yeah. job i think if you if you start with your sunday morning message and that let that message reflect the thoughts that you're saying mm-hmm. now then you get more people behind the uh the ideal of of a school uh church school you know, but you got to start it with with the message that you're hearing every Sunday. Yeah, and and where is that if you're not? Yeah, you get people go to church. I agree. Right. I agree because you can start at church school, but and still not do much good other than just Man. having them in that environment if you're not teaching them. We are flying right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, we're almost through an hour. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Uh, we got to get our final break in. When we come back, uh, let's talk about what the uh, former president is talking about doing during this. Four years, at uh, really three years, because uh, running for president again, if he decides to do it, will happen uh, coming up in 23 is when it will start. So uh, let's uh, take a break. we got to talk to you about St. Clarity Residential uh, Cleaning and make sure that you understand about them and what they do for you. They do a deep cleaning of your house. And I don't know about you, but, you know, after the holidays are all over and when all the we had the snow and now we've had all this rain and we're going to have more rain and you trap you know you you bring all that into your house a nice deep cleaning by done by somebody else uh would be a great thing to do so uh, St. Clarity residential cleaning can do that now let me tell you how to save you some money all right let me tell you how we can save you some money buy your certificate to get your house cleaned uh, we work. Uh, you can get yourself a special uh, where you get fifty percent off their typical charge. If you have a house that's up to fifteen hundred square foot, it's going to cost you two hundred dollars for St. Clarity Residential Cleaning to come in and do it. That I think is a reasonable offer. But what if I could save you half of that? That's kind of a nice deal. Uh, if you call 404-6560, talk to Chuck after 9 o'clock, get yourself a, a certificate that's 50% off. That's right, 50% off, only 100 bucks then to clean your home. If you have up to 2,500 square foot, you know, between that 1,500 up to 25, it's $300 normal price, but you can get it for 150 just by calling that number. 404-6560, talk to chuck and say hey i want one of those certificates for deep cleaning from st clarity residential cleaning for my house 
we got about eight minutes left here in this uh, first hour. We've got the power panel in. Paul Calvert's here. Iverson Jackson is here. Artie Hopper is here, although he, he just stepped out. I think he wanted to get some more coffee because uh, he said he was, you know, still getting, trying to get over his hangover. But anyway, just, no, that's not the truth, but that's a, that's the running joke yeah, that he always does. Uh, the former president was speaking at CPAC yesterday. Uh, he gave an hour and 34 minute speech yesterday and he hit five points. There was five major points, uh, that he wanted to talk about. And one of those was, you know, that everybody wanted to hear him say he was going to run again. Yeah. That's what they want here. Uh, Are is he going to run again? I think he teased them pretty good Mm -hmm. yesterday. He didn't say I'm going to run again. Uh, and which is smart. Lot, you know, they're already, happen. look, they're already, you know, got a bullseye on him. And uh, the Democrats keep bringing up Trump, 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 all they can. Uh, so uh, he doesn't want to give them even a bigger bullseye right. by saying, I will run again in four years or three years, whatever that's going to be. But he did talk about what he wants to do uh, during this time uh, that, uh, you know, he's out of office. And he talked about. Uh, getting the the Congress back in Republican control and then getting the Senate back in control. Well, instead of me telling you, here's what the president had to say. And that's why I'm announcing that I will be actively working to elect strong, tough, and smart Republican leaders. In raising money. <laughs> Speaking of that, I heard Jim Jordan did a great job, right? I heard that from Mark. Well, you know, he wants to literally take back the Senate, take back the Congress. And then this is what I talked about, how he teased it. Mm -hmm. All right. And he said, and then a Republican will be reelected to president. Yeah. And I just wonder who that might be. <laughs> there and, was no and doubt. He, and then he said mine. again, and he said again, I wonder I who wonder that might be. Might be. You know, so, yeah. Uh, would it be the same ticket? No, I don't believe so. I don't think uh, Mike Pence would be on the ticket. I Boy, I would think he might have a Christy Nome or somebody like that mm-hmm. that would join him on the ticket, maybe a female, uh, to expand the tent, so to speak, on that. But uh, 5.38, for you who are like me are real just policy wonks and you read politics all the time, uh, Nate Silver uh, in his uh, thing uh, said that in 22, the Republicans will take back control of the House. That's kind of interesting because you read all the columns that are out there for the most part and they're talking about how great things are going for the Democrats. Folks, that's all window dressing. <laughs> it's not true. And, and it's why I think that in 24, uh, 
not only will a Republican be reelected, but strongly mm-hmm. reelected after what we're seeing just in the first six weeks, unless Biden does a one, uh, you know, like a, a one eighty. Yeah. Uh, the energy issue alone. Oh my gosh, uh, that that I, I don't think uh, Biden's going. Well, he's to not going to carry Texas and Pennsylvania mm-hmm. again. Or, yeah. You know, Pennsylvania again. And he's not even going to be close in Texas. Well, that yeah, all the 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 stuff in Texas kind of exposed some of the the so called green power. Is that it, you get these things covered with snow, and both windmills and solar panels don't work very well. Well, that, that's and, what's so interesting about that is they say, yeah, but natural gas they didn't have as much. Well, they didn't have as much natural gas is because they've cut back cut on back. using their <clears throat> natural gas to where you had over twenty three percent was uh, wind, wind. Mm-hmm. and i forget how much was solar so they had kind of cut back for natural gas you don't have to produce as much natural gas because they can't sell it anywhere mm-hmm. the, the government's going to keep them from selling it overseas think about this biden announced last week that he was going to help putin build a pipeline from russia or from one of those stands uh countries yeah. of stand countries to Germany, a natural gas pipeline. But he He's, kills the pipeline He, he killed here. the pipeline in the United States <laughs> between the United States and Canada, and he's going to help the commies build one. Wow. So I, I, uh, with whose money? With his money? Oh, yeah. With Russia's money? No. Yeah, no. So who's, that is who's the puppet now? So we're going to make Russia richer by helping them sell their natural gas well not to only Germany, make them richer we're but make, make them more politically powerful yes. yeah we're going to make them richer yeah. more politically well, we gave powerful them our uranium we might as well help them with and, the and gas we, and we're not going to sell any of our gas to anybody uh, out of yeah, we will cap all of our wells again remember because when we did that that's what was killing putin here the last 2 years because many of the european countries Mm-hmm. We're switching over to buying liquefied natural gas mm-hmm. from the United States. Yes. All right. And uh, our companies were doing big business with that. The Soviets wanted to build that pipeline but couldn't afford to build the pipeline. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about this more. That's you, everybody keep in mind, America first is not a bad thing. No. What did What did Reagan say about Russia? Yeah. <laughs> Always verify with Russia. Always. Always. And with China, too. All right, a break. we got more coming your way. Dave Ellswick Show. It is a Monday. It's the 1st of March. One March. We've gone through the first two months of uh, the year already. Iverson Jackson here. R.D. Hopper is here. Paul Calvert's here. I'm here. You're here. Let's continue to talk when we return on 101.1 FM, The Answer.
Into the 7 o'clock hour we go. I uh, want to remind you that uh, I am bringing myself out of self-imposed exile. And uh, I'll be at the uh, Faulkner County, I don't know what they call it now, conservative meeting. Not, they don't call themselves the Tea Party anymore. As far as I know, the Tea Party hasn't started meeting up yet well, again. Well, we're going to meet uh, starting the, the uh, second week of March because I'm speaking. Okay. I'm going to be over there at uh, little what what's uh, Larry pizza, pizza play Larry Pizza, and uh, talking about where as conservatives we're going, and uh, I am not in any way, shape, or form, or have been saying in any way, shape, or form that uh, the future is absolutely bleak and there's no there's no uh, way for us to come back. I think we will come back. I think we're going to come back stronger than ever because. The, uh, the Democrats can't help themselves. They're just going to keep doing this, this really crazy, crazy, uh, uh, you know, stuff that they're doing and thinking that America wants it. And I don't believe America really wants it, to be honest. You heard so many people say after the last election that there will never be another Republican president after this. Yes. But, you know, just watch history. The pendulum swings both ways. Yeah, well, the history shows. And they're swinging that pendulum. They're pushing it <laughs> further left than what the people who voted for them want it pushed. I'm just telling you that I, I, right now. I think they won this election in large part because people were still just terrified, scared of the COVID-19 stuff. I, I think that was a, a major part of it. Well, and, and uh, with all the mail imbalance and everything <laughs> well, that and happened, yeah, you're right. Maybe, but, but, and but, they cheated. But, but, but I think I think that's just kind of a part of it is that <laughs> that we've had people sitting around their houses for by the time the election rolled around, what, six or eight months, just terrified, glued to the TV, and they're just afraid. And I think when things kind of settle back down, I think that um, things will even back no, out. No, we, we had more people vote this time than in, at any time in history, mm-hmm. so... People got out and voted. Yeah, I think they did. I think that I think that or they didn't get out; they just voted. And I think, that, well, I think that they <laughs> yeah. believe the false narrative that somehow President Trump uh, didn't quote love the American people by taking enough of our rights away. They didn't do enough uh, for COVID nineteen. I think that's what beat the president. The fake news really did a very good job framing him. Yeah, the they fake did. news did a good job framing him. And I think he could have better done a better job framing himself the other direction on some well, of the debates. That, and that and was stuff one of the like things that, I appreciated so. about Pence when he got <laughs> out and talked about some of these issues. Is like he, he was articulating, well, we trust the American people to make these decisions for themselves, and we don't really think this is our role as a federal government to be taking but over this stuff. But they didn't want that. And but I know people don't so want many people because how many people have you seen on Facebook? That said, if you said, well, here's how I see it. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, don't. And the people who are wearing a mask, double mask, triple mask, or whatever, they, 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 they said, they say, oh, no, you can't do that. You're a hateful black. You know, you're wanting to kill people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it's like you I, just I mean, seriously, believe right. that they were killing oh, people. I know. Yeah, they just think it's terrible. I was, I was, I noticed it was, a. I guess the guy still a judge was talking about how he saw a whole bunch of people in a Dollar General or something like that that was they weren't wearing masks, and he was just kind of flabbergasted by it. It's like, okay, this is Arkansas, that's normal. I mean, I'm I'm not offended by it. I'm not I'm not terrified by the fact that okay, there's a some rednecks out here not wearing masks. You know, that's normal in Arkansas. 
I mean, you know, if you think those people are that wrong that you think they're killing people, don't call names. Don't oh. go. Here's the key. No, here's the key. <laughs> Wear your mask. You'll be safe. They won't be. They'll get COVID. They'll be gone. You'll have to worry about them again. Hey, everybody that I knew that was coming down with it was wearing a mask. I was almost convinced that China was putting the virus in, in the those mask. little 25-cent blue masks before they sent them out because oh. it wasn't protecting anybody. Then they come up with a narrative, well, it doesn't protect the person that's wearing it. It protects the people around them. Well, mm-hmm. you know, they got to come up they got to come up with something. Yeah, because it doesn't stop uh, and, the particles from and, and, coming through the material to you. Yeah, supposedly it stops the particles from going. Yeah, it's just it a one-way And there might be some modicum of, of, of truth to that. But the thing is, though, that, you know, if a surgeon wears a mask, what does he do? He never touches the blooming thing while he's doing surgery. If he if he reaches up and touches his face or He needs mask, a new mask. Not No, not just the new mask. He needs to yeah, his gloves, and, scrub, and, and scrub up again. i got to get mine and out of so the floorboard of the car right, under, right. under the brake pedal. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how, many, uh, how many drainage systems are going to be clogged up with these things? How many how many gazillions of them are going to be filling up the you ocean? Know, that, and, I was thinking about the poor turtles that were, that were uh, they getting <laughs> straws stuck so up do, their nose so or whatever. Do, do now they're going to be choking on Mad. Do we need to get some photos? Yeah, no, photos that's something that they, that should be a great meme, wouldn't it? If a, if a soda straw was is getting stuck in the nose of a turtle, wouldn't pieces of these masks yeah. be getting stuck on their faces? Yeah, yeah I'd like to see a turtle yeah, with a mask on yeah. saying, "Stop the mask." <laughs> yeah, that would be. That'd but be a but good you won't meme. see that because that doesn't fit the left wing narrative. No, yeah. no, like no the straws. Of course it doesn't. Everybody that's drinking straws through paper straws and, and having trouble you know drinking their milkshake because it collapsed you know you think of, they're not going to think about their math well i won't get into that discussion now wait till it gets a little hotter you know i'm i'm not one of those people who like to have a milkshake that's the consistency of concrete yeah. uh, i like you mine to be, to be thin enough that i can yeah. just slurp it up the way i want to slurp it up uh i was speaking of uh, former president trump speaking at cpac uh, I have found the piece of audio I want to use where he talks about, I wonder who will be running for the Republicans in, in four years, basically. Here, here, Here's the president speaking at CPAC again. Listen closely. Tougher than they are. We're stronger than they are. Together in the coming years, we will carry forward the torch of American liberty. We will lead the conservative movement and the Republican Party back to a totally conclusive victory. And we've had tremendous victories. Don't ever forget it. With your help, we will take back the House. We will win the Senate. And then a Republican president will make a triumphant return to the White House. And I wonder who that will be. I wonder who that will be. (laughs) One more time. Who, who, who will that be? I wonder. Will that be? All right. So I think he he gave an indication that that's firmly on his mind to to run again for for the presidency of the United States. If you can't see that, you need something. (laughs) Yeah, he's uh, on it. It was it's interesting, but uh, they they got uh, involved in another segment of the uh, 
of this that we talked about with the uh, new chairman of the uh, Republican Party here in uh, in Arkansas, Fulmer. She was on, and she's she's been put on the Republican National Committee's committee uh, on election integrity. And, and this is huge. See, we can't do anything about the blue states. Okay, we really can't do all that much about the blue states unless the people in the blue states are so fed up with what their their uh, uh, people are doing, their elected, elected officials are doing. But in the Republican states, for instance, Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, Georgia, you can make changes so that uh, a governor uh, can't just suddenly, or a court, for that matter, probably better to look at it as from a court, can suddenly say, oh, yeah, you can vote on Election Day, and then uh, we'll count your votes uh, for another 21 days afterwards, even if it doesn't have a postmark, uh, that kind of stuff. I'm not a big uh, early voting guy. And I think that's something that has to be reined in as well. Uh, but with that, with that said, the, the former president talked about that, about election integrity. we got to pass tougher laws, and we've started doing that here in Arkansas already, to make sure that our, our laws are set up so that you can't have people voting that shouldn't be voting. For instance, we have, you know, most of us show an ID when we go to vote however if you don't have an id all you have to do is sign a form that says i am who i say i am kind yeah. of a popeye thing and, <clears throat> and and sign it and they'll count your vote hmm. well they're getting rid of that they're working on getting rid of that here in the state uh, really as we speak but here's what the president had to say he, he talked about uh, democrats using the china virus as an excuse to change all the election rules race should never be allowed to happen. Today, I want to outline the steps that we must take to have an election system in this country that is honest, fair, and accurate. We need one election day, not 45, 30. One day like it's been. And the Republicans don't get this and the other things I'm going to say that you should, like the Supreme Court, be ashamed of yourselves. One day. <laughs> yeah, we got to get a break in. Anyway, just, just this is some of the stuff that the former president was saying at CPAC. Of course, he was speaking to, you know, people who are like-minded as he is and uh, i'm like-minded i mean trump said that quote democrats use the china virus as an excuse to change all of the election rules without the approval of their state legislatures it had a massive impact on the election and uh, i'm going to be interested to see even like in states like pennsylvania where this was so or Nevada, uh, if they don't change that, mm-hmm. because the legislatures don't like being one-upped by any other right. branch, right. as far as that's concerned. All right, we got to get a break in, and uh, then when we come back, we'll talk further. Uh, 
somebody asked me this weekend i can't remember who it was about dustin turner and did i really believe that he was a good guy to to use uh to get your home sold and i said yeah if and especially if you want to do it the traditional way which is you know you have open houses and you do the whole thing about showing your home and staging your home and you know you change your house inside so it, like if you're a hunter you might want to take down all of the heads and stuff and and antlers because it might upset a potential buyer uh maybe you don't want to do that maybe you just want to sell your house as is well you can do that what you do is you just turn to dustin turner and you know he'll give you a competitive cash offer right off the, the barrel head and uh and, and he'll save you the trouble of selling your home where did coming off the barrel head used to be you do financial transactions in the warehouse and people would count out their money on top of barrels and that's where that old saying comes from from the barrel head uh because they that's where they put their money down at so here you have an opportunity to talk with a man who knows the uh you know the 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 whole thing about selling homes the whole real realty market basically and he's brokered by the exp realty team he can give you an instant cash offer that is competitive from what anybody's really going to pay you for your house and there are no large hidden fees as well so give him a call if i was going to sell my home today which i'm not all right so don't call uh, I'm. I would be going to Dustin Turner. I will be going to Dustin Turner either towards the end of this year or the beginning of next year because I am going to sell my home and uh, I'm going to downsize. I'm being. I'll be 69 next year. I. I don't need to be cutting the grass on an acre uh, corner lot anymore. I'm. I'm tired. In fact, my wife does it most of the time herself, and she doesn't need to be doing it. So get a hold of Dustin Turner. Let him help you. Uh, Ford, all of those uh, tough decisions by calling 501-952-2969. 501-952-2969 or visit him online. Go to hometeamsoldit.com. That's hometeamsoldit.com. All right, here's something that is on everybody's mind or on most people's minds that spend any time on the uh, the internet and a lot of you know now that facebook twitter google they've all shown their true colors uh they have just outrageously and transparently uh attacked the right and they're dropping people taking away their abilities to be online because of their political beliefs I want to play what the president said about this, and then I want to talk about it with my power panel. Let's let's do that. Here's what the president talked about about big tech. It's called other things, but it's called common sense. So they don't want it to break. The time has come to break up big tech monopolies and restore fair competition. Republicans, conservatives must open up our platforms and repeal Section 230 liability protections. 
And if the federal government refuses to act, then every state in the union where we have the votes, which is a lot of them, big tech giants like Twitter, Google, and Facebook should be punished with major sanctions whenever they silence conservative voices. And Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida and in Texas and in other states are doing this. If they do what they're doing, Florida... Okay. So you have the the president, you know, talking about the 800-pound elephant in the room, and that's Section 230, all right? And the only way that's going to get changed is if... The Republicans take back the House and and the Senate. If that happens, then they control what can be brought to the floor and what can't be brought to the floor. Because right now it's Pelosi and Schumer uh, that are are controlling that. And so then you have the decision: Will the Fed, uh, the National Party, do something about it? Now, if they don't, the president, former president, says. Uh, state sanctions. And every time I hear that, I think, what state sanctions can a state have that would have the necessary oof behind mm-hmm. it? To actually pull it off. To be able to pull it off. And I don't see that. I just don't understand. I, uh, here's the only thing that I think when I, when I hear what he's saying. And you guys tell me whether you agree or disagree with me on this. Perhaps if enough states' attorney generals mm-hmm. got together, started filing lawsuits, and filing lawsuits, it's going to force some of this up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court then will have to make some decisions on what the uh, these businesses Maybe. can do. I, I don't know. I, I just don't. I don't know where. Uh, authority comes in it's kind of a weird situation because facebook google twitter all those are giant corporations quasi private but not really private they're they're and so, and so, and so they're they're it's a weird situation and and then then from what i understand some of these laws grant them immunity because of certain things they're supposed to be doing 230 as a yeah. as a i guess because they're kind of a public platform rather than a a, a media that's what sense. they said they were but now they have taken the position that they are publishers they're, they're is, the ones that are saying it's my platform mm-hmm. so i can determine what can be on this platform and can't be mm-hmm. on this platform and that's the that is the, kind of uh, the argument of a publisher, not of a bulletin board, so whereas, to speak. Whereas right. a publisher has responsibility to make sure they're not putting out a bunch of lies, I suppose. Yeah. Whereas the the um, the platform is it's a platform. Our, our users might lie about it, but we're not liable for their lies. Well, is the bottom that, line is that how is, that works. You know, platform being like what they had at the supermarket. Yeah. They'd have the bulletin board, you go, and you go put your. Hanging up there, what's for sale, or whatever. The supermarket's not responsible. One of the last things he said was uh, Florida and Texas are already doing something. Yeah, and I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, what is the already? I'm going to have to do a lot of digging. Yeah. That's what I'm going to have to. They've already got it started. This is my own ignorance I'm I'm showing everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Daryl Issa also spoke at CPAC 
And if you look at him, they go, they dive into this issue because he's on the uh, committee for free trade and fair trade. Okay. So uh, he's, and he's on a panel that speaks about this. So that's something I haven't watched completely yet, but we hold your thought. Okay. All right. We'll come back. We'll pick up with ISA when we return. Russia's next here on the Dave Ellswick show. We continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show on a Monday. Not only is it a Monday, but it is also the first day of March. March. And uh, a week from Sunday, we'll spring forward. Hmm. All right. We'll we'll lose an hour. You know, because we, we play this game of that somehow we add and take away hours <laughs> in a 24 hour period. When they talk about the, there's the Indian says, you don't get a longer blanket by chopping one, uh, chopping yeah, the, I the know, foot off the bottom of the blanket and adding it to the front of the, the top of to it. To the top of it. But anyway, <laughs> it is what it is and we'll, we'll move forward. And, uh, I, I wish he would just stay there uh, all the time. That way the sun doesn't go down at two o'clock in the afternoon during the winter time. it doesn't go down at two o'clock in the afternoon it just feels it does, like it a time. Short day yeah, yeah it makes a really short uh, time afternoon. as far as that's concerned all right i we left with um rd in the middle of his uh talk you want to take those headsets off yeah, of there for a second. oh wait before i do let's talk to willie real quick okay right. okay willie's right. on the phone hello willie you got a question about the legislature what is it did, did the legislature pass a stand your ground law? Yes, they did. So, what, what does that mean, Dave? It just means that you do not have to try to run away if somebody's threatening you. You mean you can shoot them and they'll have to run? Well, well no, it says that you can shoot them if it's a bona fide threat threat to you. I see. I see. That's what it. That's what it about. But it does not make Arkansas the old west. Yeah, it, it's essentially wow. making it so. Which that, really wasn't a true representation of the old west in the first place. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, so, so I think what it what it does is that it 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 makes it so that you don't have a duty to retreat. Current law in Arkansas, and, and before this actually goes into effect, current law in Arkansas requires you to retreat if you can safely do so. So basically. It makes you give up your rights if someone's threatening you. Now, the situations where that would actually come into play are pretty rare and kind of weird, but but current law actually requires you to run away if someone's threatening you, if you can do so safely, rather than to stand your ground and say, no, I ain't leaving. If you come here, we're going to fight. And, it, if, and, and so that means current law, would could you could potentially be charged with murder if you decide not to leave and you ha- end up having to kill someone to defend yourself. Which is, I think, uh, immoral. I, th- I don't think government should be allowed to punish you because you chose not to give up your rights and you made basically made someone, you called their bluff, and they attacked you. Well, I don't think it's reasonable or moral to punish someone for not giving up their rights. And that's the way that the side that passed that law saw things. Uh, 72 House members voted to make Stand Your Ground uh, the legal uh, law of the state, and over in the Senate, it was a bigger margin than margin than that. So, yeah, we got standing hey, around now. Dave, yeah, what? During the storm, did you have any robins? 
Yeah, I've had robins for the last three weeks. It was, I'm was just talking about it at 16. There was at least 100 robins in the trees over here during the storm. And they landed on the sidewalk. Oh, they died. Did they have Did they have umbrellas? No, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm just no. I'm just I'm just, I'm just, I'm just checking checking out. They that. were everywhere. I, I, one of my my son in law was asking me that that uh, my son in law my mm. my daughter took me out to uh, dinner uh, Saturday <clears throat> night over at the Purple Onion uh, there in Cabot uh, because we hadn't had a chance to celebrate my birthday, mm. so they wanted to celebrate that with me. Uh, took me over, and we were talking about the robins, and uh, I said, yeah, Linda asked me if the robins were still hanging around when the temperature changed, and I said, yeah, but they're wearing overcoats and, and mufflers now. <laughs> I tell you what, I, so, so to his point, I think I think some of those little little birds, they were having, they were struggling trying to find something to eat, and when it's so cold, they don't survive sometimes. Well, not now they're well, not. The it's so wet area. out that yeah, the, well, the, the, driving the worms the big the old top. night crawlers well, are coming yeah, up, right, and right they're right now, I think it's pretty. The worms eat, around our area, fine, they yeah. were pretty fat. Yeah, no, some, of them, okay, okay, right. some of them yeah. could, had to get a running start to get off the ground. Now the robins like that, and they they got here early because why? Well, Benjamin Franklin told you. The early bird gets, gets the worm. worm. That's right. <laughs> All right. With that in mind, let me get back now to R.D. He's sitting over there. He's patiently. He's, he's patiently going over what he wanted to say. So I'm going to turn it over. You said uh, ISA had a, a what a, a a panel. Yes, at CPAC, him and a, and uh, another representative are on a panel. They're on technology committee. Mm-hmm. What people are talking about? If you go back to 1984. You know, AT and T and the and the phone system was broken up by the government mm-hmm. in 1984 and made yeah. it went from like Ma Bell to seven mini to seven mini bells. Uh, mm-hmm. My w- wife's dad worked for one of them in the middle of the breakup. One of the reasons I'm so familiar with it. But the government came in and said, "You have a monopoly. You cannot monopolize something with a monopoly you've got." They broke one company up into seven different companies. Now, so people are talking about now that. Twitter and different ones of them. They're saying, "Hey, they have a monopoly. You need to the break. same way that Ma Bell had the a same monopoly. way that Ma Bell had. So the government needs to come in and break it up so everybody has the equal opportunity to enter the market. So uh, um, I don't support that right now because uh, I don't. I'm a free trade person. Uh, if someone gets too far off in left field, I think it opens the door for someone else to come in. But you know, I'm not an expert. On, on larger corporations like that, but that is the debate. Does the government need to break up, you know, Facebook and Twitter and some of these and give uh, other platforms the opportunity to compete? I'll tell you what, I'll get somebody on from uh, D.C., one of the think tanks, to come up, uh, get somebody from Heritage or something to come on and talk about that because uh, I don't understand it enough uh, in how – do they control it so much that a person who'd want to do it from, you know, zero and put their own together, could they do it? Or would it be so cost ineffective because a lot of these other groups now, Amazon, Google, uh, you got, of course, I mean, it's like, for instance, Amazon now is saying that, uh, they're not carrying conservative authors anymore, books-wise. Yeah. 
Well, 83% of books come through Amazon. <laughs> well, if they don't won't you know, let them be, you know, advertised, then they're at a decided disadvantage. Same so, thing they did to Parler. Yeah, so you got to yeah. figure out there's got to be a ground here that mm-hmm. can be reached. So uh, th- this is a – I just need somebody to come because I'm like you, uh, R.D. I'm a free trader. The thing I didn't like about Ma Bell when they broke her up is that she had strung a gazillion miles of line mm-hmm. uh, to, to be able to do her business. Well, they told – Ma Bell, she had to offer the use of those lines to new startups, and they didn't have to pay anything for that. Yeah, I I had some real problems with that, and that's and that's kind of a messy system because with the with a lot of this these utilities, government will um, provide um, kind of a or what do they call it eminent domain to allow the utilities to run their lines, and mm-hmm. so. There's some special privileges they're getting out of this, and and so if you're if a if an organization is granted spe- special privileges, and then they start throwing their weight around and saying, oh by the way, we're going to block out this particular ideology when government has already given them special privileges to get themselves off the ground, I've got more of a problem with that as opposed to an actual true free market where everybody exactly. actually is not giving is not being built off of. Um, government privileges it, and, and immunities and stuff. it wasn't a free market to start it with. it wasn't a free it market was a subsidized to start market <clears throat> that put them in a position to monopolize but what right. you're saying is that isa did a uh a, a, a meeting or had a, a, a what is the word that i'm looking a for? panel a panel, panel thank you uh where they talked about this because see a lot of people don't realize cpac you go and there's a lot of big speakers that come out but during the time that that's all mm-hmm. going on, there's smaller breakout sessions going on, talking about specific issues uh, in these uh, different uh, types of of uh, questions, and it's always good to hear uh, what's being talked and, about. And ISA is one of the richest per- people in Washington because of a technology company he invented. You know, I think it was Cobra car alarm systems. And uh, so he is a very much a free market entrepreneur, much like Trump. So he's someone someone good to ask the question. And that's something that we need to look at. Does this promote free market or does it hinder free market? Kind of like I look at it like real estate almost. If you're going to sell real estate, you can't market your real estate just to a certain group of people. Yeah. You have to realize the realty has to be open and fair to everybody. I can't say that I want to sell my house, but I just want to sell it to a Republican. But, yeah, but but you don't have you don't have uh, Section two thirty protecting you, mm. exactly. the, the, and if, Section two thirty protects them from having mm. those types of questions asked of them. Well, maybe that's the answer. Well, get rid of that. That's well, what yeah, Trump that's said. what yeah, that's, that's what everybody's saying. Let's get rid of that. Because, see, what Section 230 does, it says they came to Congress because Congress is going to regulate this and says, look, we're not going to be a publisher. We're not going to call balls and strikes about what people are saying. What we're going to do is give people a platform where they can say what they want to say. 
As long as we agree with it. No, well, no, they didn't say that. All right, that's yeah. a publisher. And then in exchange for that agreement, they, they were going to be just a platform, platform, as Paul was saying, or as I tried to say, a bulletin board. Bulletin board. Mm-hmm. Right. And everybody could put their ideas up there, but it's changed from that, and they're showing themselves to be publishers now, which means at that point that uh, you've got to be sure uh, that everybody still gets their opportunity to say what you're going to say and they're not doing that now i mean twitter is a prime example of this yeah of how many people they've taken their accounts from and uh amazon now saying uh what was it uh, anderson's book from the heritage foundation he wrote a book about transgenderism they didn't agree with and so they pulled it yeah they don't sell it anymore and, and so just that's 83 percent of, of uh, sales right uh, there and so just to kind of reiterate that that a publisher doesn't get the same immunity from no. lawsuits and such as as what a um, platform does. That's so correct. They, so they've changed. So they and, should no longer get so that then, same. So then, immunity. if you're going to, if government is going to grant a gigantic corporation this special immunity because of their status as a as a platform, and then the corporation comes along and says, "Oh, by the way, we're not going to we're not going to act like a platform anymore. We're going to act like a publisher, but we still want the immunity." That's correct. And so then, so I guess that's. That would be a, a, a an argument consistent with a free market, if you will, because if government's going to grant special immunity to an, to an organization to a business because they're not doing they're, they're not acting a certain way, then then it seems reasonable they should actually have to follow that rule. Well, that's <laughs> why they got the rule in the first place. All right, <laughs> let's take a a break and then we'll come back. We'll finish up today uh, here. There is an author that the left doesn't like again. Now, imagine that. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you who it is. Another, By the way, let me just remind you, it was the Nazis who burned books. All right. <laughs> so I can use the Nazi comparison when I'm talking about the left. All right. Let's take a break. It's 12 minutes uh, before 8 o'clock uh, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. P.I. Roofing wants you to know, you know, we're getting out of the cold weather. We're starting. I think we'll get one more real blast of cold air before we get into springtime. But, but we're at that point now that if you need to get, you know, a job done on your roof, it can be done. Uh, we're going to have some dry weather this week. We're going to have some wet weather as well. But after Wednesday, I think we'll be dry several days in a row. If you'll give them a call at 707-3551, 707-3551, they'll come out and make sure uh, before we get to those, uh, you know, 100-degree digit days uh, and baking your roof, uh, that you're making sure that your roof is in really good shape. They'll walk your roof, find out if there's any kind of spongy places or if there's missing uh, some places around, uh, you know, on shingles or looking around like chimneys and, and things of that nature. Is there any cracks in the material they use to keep that uh, water tight? Because if you start seeing cracks, that's not good. That means water is getting into it. So keep that in mind as well. 707-3551. The good folks at PI Roofing, that's who I use uh, on my roof and have since I've owned my house out in, in Cabot. Now it's been 18 years now that I moved out to Cabot. So keep in mind that uh, PI Roofing is the place to go for your roof. That's 707-3551 or piroofing.com. All right. 
back with you final segment of a uh, monday edition of dave ellswick show final edition of the the show for the f- march 1st of uh, <laughs> uh 2021 that's going to be gone here it's not april 1st yet so i'm not <laughs> not gonna pull any gags on you it's just uh it's just march 1st um i wanted to bring up a story that has become uh, an interesting one. Of all the people that I never thought I would hear that they want to cancel, Dr. Seuss yeah. I heard that, that's... was one. It was a person that I never thought I would ever see that they want that the left wanted to, the cancel yeah. culture was wanting to go after, and they're going after they're going Dr. After Dr. Seuss Dr. now. Seuss? What's, the, what's the what's the rub this time? I just read his books. I mean, what are they offended by? The green eggs and ham, I guess. Everything. Everything. Uh, it, some things are gender specific. Oh, or, green eggs and ham is a good salesperson. You book. know, I mean, come on. Dr. Seuss, what could be possibly wrong with Dr. Seuss? I mean, they, they chopped Mr. Potato Head's head off. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, maybe just, not his head, but they chopped head up, but, now. Yeah, oh. just Potato Head. And, and I guess, what? We're just going to be a genderless nation. I don't know this. This the surprising this. radical politics of Doctor Seuss. Well, here it is: the Virginia school <laughs> district refuses to talk about Doctor Seuss's birthday on Read Across America Day tomorrow, claiming the famed children author's book contains racial undertones <laughs> that are not suitable for culturally responsive learning. Loudoun County Public Schools ordered its teachers to avoid connecting Read Across America Day with Dr. Seuss after a study said the author's book is filled with Orientalism, uh, anti-blackness, and white supremacy. Quoting the announcement, it said the district sent out with the directive. The under-fire district later said in a statement on Facebook, Cat in the hat. quote, Dr. Seuss's books have not been banned in the county public schools, although it did add, research in recent years have revealed strong racial undertones in many books written and illustrated by Dr. Seuss. Given this research and our uh, school district's focus on uh, equality and culturally responsive instruction, LCPS provided this guidance to schools during the past couple of years to not connect Read Across America Day exclusively with Dr. Seuss's birthday. We continue to encourage our young readers to read all types of books that are inclusive, diverse, and reflective of our student community, not simply celebrate Dr. Seuss. Realizing that many schools continue to celebrate Read Across America Day in partial recognition of Dr. Seuss's birthday, which is tomorrow, if he was still alive, he'd get another, you know, gold pin for going around the sun. It's important for us to be (laughs) cognizant of research that may challenge our practice in this regard. As we become more culturally responsive and racially conscious, this is just so much blah, 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 blah stuff. All building leaders should know that in recent years, there's been research talking about these racial undertones in the books. The uh, Grinchy move by the suburban Washington, D.C. district 
comes in response to an article in Learning for Justice, the educational arm of whom? Of the Southern Poverty Law, Law Center. Center. The, the most racist entire, organization in the, America. The article's entitled, It's Time to Talk About Dr. Seuss, cited a St. Catherine University study that found that only 2% of Seuss's human characters were people of color, and most of them exhibited behaviors and appearances that align with harmful and stereotypical oriental troops. I, I'm sitting here, you know, I'm, I'm 59, and I, I'm, I'm sitting I'm here sorry, trying, to, re- from Mike, I'm I'm trying to think of one Dr. Seuss book or character that would be offensive to a young mind or, or, or that would dwarf them in any kind of way. I mean, cat in the hat. Oh, what is these people have lost their ever loving mind? <laughs> I'm looking at some of the things that they're trying to frame him with. One of them was uh, uh, he used the word nerd, or it says they he invented the word nerd. Okay, he invented the word nerd. He made army propaganda one time. Really? Oh yeah, he made army propaganda. Yeah. So I was guess it I should go World, back. Was and, it during World War Two? Yeah, and it's what got a big Hitler. surprise wow. in Hollywood. Yeah, it, it, it says here's a picture. What have you done today to help save our country from Hitler? Basically, it's a picture of Hitler on it. So uh, he did propaganda. Uh oh, he did advertising for oil products. Oh no! Oh no! Oh. He did advertising. Oh, he, he. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, well, well, back to that school thing. Home. Yeah. Let's just throw homeschool back, you know, back in the mix also. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that as well. Yeah. We'll do that next week. Yeah. How's that? All right. We'll bring Jerry Cox on talk. Okay. All right. Dave Ellswick Show. Got to take a break. Time for me to get out of here. Paul, thank you for yes, coming. Sir. RG, thank you. Uh, Iverson, thank uh-huh. you. These guys don't come for the money. They come because uh-huh. they want to tell you the truth here hey. on the Dave Ellswick Show. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. again right here at 101.1 FM, The Answer.